You want to tap into your intrinsic power. Dig deep. On a journey to your highest self, dig deep. Dig past the fossilized negative thoughts, doubt, and fear. Get ready to rediscover your gold as Reverend Jackie and her guests drop their golden nuggets. This is Digging Deep Podcast, an extension of the Gold Rush Women's Conference and produced by Chauvel and more. NFP. Welcome to Digging Deep Podcast. I am your host, Reverend Dr. Jacqueline Trish Atkins, pretty much called Reverend Jackie. Digging Deep Podcast is produced by Chauval and Moore, and Chauval and Moore exists to bring women and men to a new or renewed awareness of their intrinsic greatness. It's to remind all of us of our great value. We call it the gold, the gold that we were born with. Chauvel and Moore is also the producer of the Gold Rush Women's Conference. Again, it, it is, exists to enable women to recognize they are gold mines, and, and they are given at that conference, women are given effective tools they can use to unearth their golden nuggets and then to create their desired and deserved life experiences. Hmm. As we go forward this day, if you have any questions, you can just reach, go to our website to reach us, to send us an email, and we most certainly will get back to you because you really may have some questions because, you know, we have a powerful guest today. We have a golden guest, uh, Angie, Angie Husley. Angie, am I pronouncing your last name correct? Yes, ma'am. That was perfect. Oh, wow. Angie is a spiritual luminary. I love that. And she's a refreshing new voice in the new thought movement. She honors the legacy of my spiritual mother, Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman, who founded Christ Universal Temple and Universal Foundation for Better Living. Ah, Angie is a native Chicagoan, whoa, whoa, and has been (laughs) named the spiritual doula. Yeah, yeah, you hear that. You're not sure exactly what does that mean, how that works. She's going to share that with you. She has a passion for her passion and life's mission of helping others realize their greatest potential purpose and God's divine plan for their lives by birthing their heart's desire and manifesting their dreams by living attuned, aware, and inspired. That does sound impressive, doesn't it, listeners? I tell you, she is impressive. Uh, She describes herself as a living, breathing testament to God's grace being sufficient in all things. As a truth seeker and a love revealer and a lover of God, that's how Angie lives her life. She is a life student and has completed studies at the Johnny Coleman Theological Seminary. She is a gifted, inspirational writer and has several several notable works. Her current projects include Unravel. I'm looking forward to that one, boy. And her deeply (laughs) personal memoir entitled The Gift of God's Grace. She's a motivational speaker, transformational coach, and optimism specialist. And just, oh, just, just a nice person. You know, it's good to have all of the experience and the, all the important stuff, but I like to be able to say when somebody's just a nice 
inspired person. That that's the icing on the cake. Good good afternoon, Angie. How are you? Good good afternoon, Reverend Jay. Thank you so much for that introduction and calling me nice. My mother would be proud. <laughs> I, I gotta Love tell you. I gotta tell I you. Love and it. what what thank you. What what nice is is, is so interesting because. Anybody who knows me knows that, oh, yeah, Reverend Jackie's nice, but don't get in the way of her plans because that, that is correct. becomes, becomes <laughs> a firmness, and, and that's the kind of nice you are, that indeed you understand you. It, it, it's, it's a gift of love. And as our brother, the master teacher Jesus taught us, that love sometimes has to be placed in the form of a whip, but that's another conversation. Okay. So, Look, so. amen. Well, well, you know that I always say that I am all love and all law. That is the way nope. I approach life. Whoa. All and that's love an awesome. and all law. Yes. Awesome, yes, yes, awesome yes. statement. Thank you for that. I am all love and all law. Well, yes. as law is what we're going to kind of talk about today, it is uh, two inspired women you and me, discussing mm-hmm. what it means to be a midwife and, and in this particular season. Uh, it, for me, I will tell you, Angie, uh, the concept is that all creation, in all creation, the first step is spiritual. It's spiritual. Yes. And, and in this season that we're in, with all that we have to do, uh, you know, with the death of George, with with the death of mm-hmm. the young lady, with all that we're under undergoing, all that we're experiencing, how does our midwife title work in birthing what? What are we birthing? And how relevant is our spiritual principles, our truth in this season? So, so I guess so, I'm, I want to ask you to start. Take us. We're, we we are pregnant, are we? What's going yes. on? Tell me something. Help me out. So we have been pregnant for a very long time, in regards to a couple of those issues, um, and the idea that we got really excited about the pregnancy. I think that was the whole civil rights movement and all of that, we were excited about the pregnancy, but we didn't see it to the end of it. And we know from spiritual truth, things that we are transitioning through or rebirthing or giving birth to, there's a process that you have to get rid of all of the underlying junk, all of the underbelly, all of those old beliefs that you may have held as true for yourself, They have to come to the surface. So this is just a resurfacing of some old ideas that time has come to pass. And our job as the spiritual truth seekers and the midwives and the doulas and the luminaries is to make sure that we take it all the way to the end. Now, we know in our own life when we are, let's say we have a goal, we pregnant with an idea, the birthing process, the crowning of the baby is hard labor. 
at that point, you want to stop and say, I'm really not interested anymore. The pain is unbearable. I am uncomfortable. But the reason push the baby all the way out. So with COVID-19, that slowed the world down so that we could pay attention to what was about to happen. So there were a lot of things that happened right after we slowed completely down. A lot of us got more centered more spiritual, we started asking ourselves some really hard questions, not just for ourselves, but for the world in which we were living, because we were so busy doing life that if Brianna had to happen or George had to happen pre-COVID-19, it would have been the same kind of result, an outrage so, and a moving on. So let me ask your your initial statement, which I, I, I heard, is that this pregnancy, this whole birthing, it's been there. Yes. And we had an expanded awareness. We've had a chance in our solitude in what has seemed to be the pandemic, mm-hmm. which has put us in a place of being uh, in and stopping and having yes. to uh, look to ourselves, in ourselves, at ourselves, we have had this expanded where, awareness that indeed, mm-hmm. oh, there's something to be born here. And we yes. have not finished. <laughs> we got we a baby. Not. We, are, we <laughs> are carrying a very, very heavy baby. And, and as we were aware of it, as with everything, it starts to come to pass with contractions, with absolutely, pain, with mm-hmm. pain that will absolutely cause progressive changes, pain yes. that means that I've got to get rid of stuff because that's, yes. what, that's what happens. You, you're about to get rid of it. So you've got to end something that is currently in existence, and you've mm-hmm. got to change it, you got to get rid of things, and this is, uh, as we come closer and closer to, as you said, the crown, it, the contractions, this change mm-hmm. is longer, it's stronger, it's close yes. together, and it's mm-hmm. painful. It hurts. Yes. It hurts. It's uncomfortable. It hurts. It's uncomfortable. You know, and we try to make, especially... Um, spiritual beings, we want everything to be comfortable. We want to sit in this la-la land that we are spiritual beings having a spiritual experience, so we should never have any discomfort. And you know that that's not true because that's a spiritual bypass, in my opinion. That's me trying to get (laughs) over what I'm going through to get to the good. But we know that the journey is in the process. We have to give the dignity of the process to the process. You have to go through it. That's where you get your life lessons. That's where you get your greatest blessings and your biggest joys is that simultaneous joy and pain that you navigate through to get to the good because you have to go through the process. There is no around, under, above, on the side, I'm going to skip around it. You can't. You have to go through it. And what we're experiencing is us going through the dignity of our process. And we have a chance to get it right. 
We have a chance to be the way showers so that in 40 years we're not having the same conversation because we are the ones that we have been waiting for. We are the ones that have taken up the charge to say, yes, this is our fight. And we know that it's a spiritual fight. We know that it is a rebirth. It is a new way of being where we believe in oneness and we actually honor that oneness. All paths lead to God. All ethnicities lead back to that, that pattern of oneness. We are all interdependent upon the entity that we know as the spiritual foundation that we call God. So once we get that and I see you in all of your beauty as a spiritual being and I honor all of the traditions that you come from and your culture and I say, you know what, it's beautiful and move on. Not critiquing it, not trying to make it right, not trying to make my right or better, just I see you, I acknowledge you, namaskar. Like I behold the Christ consciousness in you and we can move boldly into a new future where everyone is respected and valued and knowing that every part, every person, every part is a collection or a, a, a weaving of the whole, that it takes all of us to create this beautiful world that we are calling our home right now. And that it's, is so important. It's so interesting because, uh, Angie, what you have just described is absolutely a new paradigm, a new yes. paradigm of a just and equitable manifest world. It's always been there. And I have to yes. keep coming back. As I've talked to people through these past two and a half months, everything is still already created. We're having an expanded consciousness and moving toward that which is where we already are. I'll leave that alone, come back to that. But it (laughs) is a new paradigm. And in that new paradigm, there will be those, including people, brown and black people, who will have to release stuff that was used or believed before, not to mention Caucasian people. People it's are, a shift for we everybody. Will, we, that's, we will have to release, and that's a part of the spiritual process, for the yes. new paradigm to be lived, to be our guide, out of which we all grow and, and live in a new world. We have to release stuff, beliefs mm-hmm. that was held on, those beliefs that were held on to before. And that, too, is painful and for me for me Angie that's where I really need to remember to go back to my spiritual start I Mm -hmm. can change my belief not by looking outside not Mm -hmm. by hating somebody (laughs) not by being angry at somebody those will not change my beliefs but I have to go inside as I think all of us do, to mm-hmm. get a start from that source, our origin, that living God that resides within us, and really take time to say, please let me know what is the truth. And you just articulated it, that we are mm-hmm. all one. We are all mm-hmm. one. 
we are all one because we all come from the source, God. And consequently, there is enough. There is always enough for each of us. And now it's ours to create the manifestation which will allow that truth to show up in everybody's life. Yes. Yes and yes and yes. And the thing about, like, the releasing of it, there has to be a level of forgiveness that happens. Mm. And not that I want anyone to apologize for my experience. What I want is a shared agreement that we will not allow the future generations to feel this angst to feel like, oh, you know, it's just them versus us or we're not the same or whatever the the story is, right? Um, But the idea that we can forgive, reconcile, and move on together boldly into a new future. And I've had some really hard conversations with people that I love that are of lighter expression. And I was like, let's resolve this one for us, because I think if we resolve it for each other, it somehow trickles down. It's that ripple Mm -hmm. effect. It's the the butterfly Mm -hmm. effect, right? That we put that energy out into the universe or the the human consciousness or that race consciousness and let it kind of just vibrate at that. Because the idea is, I love these people. Like there is Mm -hmm. true love there. And Mm -hmm. I know that it is from God because if it was me loving, you know, love and love, (laughs) Reverend Jackie, love and love. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I know that there is divine love that has connected us. And I'm thinking, okay, if divine love has brought us together, divine love can heal and harmonize and set right everything. So I have been praying for divine love for our world and for my beloved community that I am a part of, the spiritual, the black community, the woman community. I am praying for divine love because I think the forgiveness and love goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And allowing that to kind of just coexist and commingle and and offset and balance each other, knowing that the greater of the two is love. So, so for me, and, and as you as I hear you, it comes back to a few steps or tips while we're in mm-hmm. this birthing process, and yes. and one is to how to get the pain relieved, and you spoke of that love, and you spoke of recognizing its source and what it is. It is not a feel-good trip. No, it's a recognition of God and of the God being in each body, and it's about Mm -hmm. relaxing into that so that you can get the direction from spirit as to what action you need to take. You just mentioned you had a conversation. And that was Mm -hmm. spirit-driven because most times when this tension is going on, if the conversation is spirit-driven, then there is a result and there's a movement to open up. 
And if it's yep. not spirit-driven, don't have the conversation, folks. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> and and then you, I, I would say you want to enlist perhaps a, a, a birth partner or a labor coach. For everybody who's Absolutely. listening, I would invite them now. I, my phone has been busy as a minister. Mm-hmm. You may need some spiritual counseling. You may yes. need even more psychological counseling. But mm-hmm. make sure you pay attention to what you need to be able to birth and, and move through this new process and to create collectively this new paradigm. And, and, and then I, I love to say make sure you love yourself. Take care of yourself yes. in this process. Yes. Give you, get you, get, uh, well, we can't, self-care, that's it. Self-care. May not be a, yeah, you can may not be a massage now. right now. Yeah, you can get your nails done. Uh, take a shower, a warm shower, a warm bath. Do right. you go for a walk? Make sure you are releasing that kind of pressure from the human stand, from the body, from the mental, yes. so that you can tap into the spiritual. And I guess lastly, we've kind of spoken to it, but. I really want everyone to identify what you can do, what action you can take. Everybody doesn't need to be marching. Everybody mm-hmm. won't be able to do this. Identify what one thing and then the next thing that you can do to create this new paradigm. God has given us this opportunity. And, yes. and people like Angie, myself, your minister will help you move through and come to the truth of it, but it is only you and, and God that can determine what do you do to make a difference, yes. to create this world that's already created but requires our actions to bring it into full manifestation. Yes, absolutely. Oh. I, I agree with that, and I would say remember to breathe. Because I think yes. a lot of times when we are in the middle of something and we, we get a little anxiety or we get anxious, we, we hold our breath. And if we yes. can just breathe, we can tap into a new possibility. Because in every breath, there's a new opportunity, a new possibility that is waiting to come forth. So prayer, meditation for sure during this time. I like that you said connect with some people. Ask yourself, what do you need? You know, because a lot of times we, we don't even know what the need is, and we're, mm. we most times are afraid to ask for help or say, I need something. Now is not the time to be superwoman or superman and try to do it yourself. It, it takes a village, and I think we have to get back to that community village type of atmosphere to say, okay, I'm going to help you. What do you need? You know, I come from a big family, so it's kind of natural for me to say, okay, what's going on? What do you need? How's it happening? And I have 21 nephews and nieces that I'm constantly checking on because I know that they're holding their breath. And I'm like, it's okay for you to breathe. What do you, you need for me? Do you need you prayer? Need do, you, do you need a Zoom? Do you, what, what do you need? And they're like, yeah, okay, auntie, let's do this, let's do that, let's have family prayer time. And that was something that we hadn't done pre-pandemic. Uh, and now mm-hmm. every week we're conscious about connecting with each other and having that time to really be anchored. So get your needs met. 
self-care, like you mentioned, is essential and is a necessity. And it's not selfish because you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you are depleted, you can't give to anybody. Put your oxygen mask on first. They tell you that on the plane. If the uh, pressure, pressure, the cabin pressure drops, put your mask on first. Because if you don't and you both pass out, then what happens? Save yourself first. Always. You, you, and you as you do that. Give. Yes. Yeah. From as you overflow. do that. That's right. From, from as, as our, our sister Danny give. would say, from the saucer. The cup, full cup you, is yours. You got to get from the saucer. And from I want to just tag on to that, that as, mm-hmm. as we're bringing this to a close, is that once you do what Angie, as you just described, then you can commit. The listener, you and I can commit to something bigger, something yes. bigger. And that something bigger may start with one very tiny, small step. But mm-hmm. just don't be afraid. Take your small step and know that it's already done. You're just processing through. So, ladies, gentlemen, if you got questions about what you've just heard, go to the website, goldrushwomensconference.com, and send us an email. We will even get Angie's material uh, information up there so you can reach out to her. Angie, how can they reach reach out to you if they wanted to? contact you oh it's quite simple um you can email me it is a j w r i t e s the number two eight at gmail.com i also have a facebook page which is rightfully so that's w r i t e f u l l s uh f u l l y s o rightfully so and you can find me on instagram and facebook and I'm always around. If you stand out by your window and yell, Angie, I'll send up the bat signal. I'll come running. Okay. So as I said, you can reach out if you have any questions. But most importantly, everybody, remember to use your thoughts and feelings to make a golden day just because you can. And once you do that, only then speak your words and take your actions. God bless you.